Hey you, what's up? Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. My name is Melissa Impet, and today I have another fit chick combo with this beautiful girl named Francesca. It's amazing. I don't think you guys even know how obsessed I am with recording these episodes because the most incredible people are being brought into my life thanks to the Beautifully Built mission. It's my intention to help inspire people to take the bodies they were blessed with and build them into the bodies that they've dreamed of through weightlifting, fitness, and a little attitude adjustment. So Francesca and I just met on Facebook and I practically feel like we're soulmates already. It's amazing the connection we had right off the bat. I know you guys are gonna absolutely love listening to her story. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to connect with your listeners and I'm, I really appreciate and believe in what Beautifully Built is all about. So I'm very excited to be here. Oh, awesome. That makes me so happy to hear. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? I am from Cleveland, Ohio originally, but I've been living in Columbus for five years. I came here for school. So I went to the Ohio State University. <laughs> I studied a and Italian, and that's like a whole nother can of worms to open. But wait, I've exercise, Columbus- exercise, science, and Italian. Italian. That is awesome. Yeah. That's they a really cool very, mix. <laughs> yeah, they're very different from each other. I was not planning on that. I actually went to school thinking I was going to be um, just like kind of like a businesswoman. My mom has worked from home my entire life. So she's been like, kind of introduced me to having a very businessy mindset. Um, so I just kind of entered school and was like, you know what, I'm going to study economics and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to be like her and, um, slowly, but surely, and I'm sure we'll get into this, but I started questioning a lot. I am a total questioner. So I was getting really curious about how to change my own body and why the heck people on Instagram were eating sweet potatoes. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I was like, why is this girl eating a sweet potato? Oh my God. Why? I used to do the same thing, like looking at other people's pictures and being like, oh, I need to eat that. Yeah, exactly. Why are you eating this? Um, so then into my junior year is when I started uh, studying kinesiology and I switched finally to exercise science. So it was like a total switch for me. And I just kind of had to accept that it may come with additional years of schooling. Um, but it was something that I was passionate about and who knew that you could not study anatomy and all those necessary things at the same time as studying like economics. (laughs) So I can't praise you enough for listening to yourself and knowing that you weren't necessarily passionate and doing what was necessary to follow that passion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember my junior year, I went to see a chiropractor and I just kind of told him that I had some um, pain in my lower back. And he was like, well, what are you doing? Like, what, what is your workout regimen like? Like what, what's up? And I, at the time was um, competing in bikini bodybuilding competitions. And I was like, this is what I do on Monday. This is what I do on Tuesday. And I eat this, this, and this. And he was like, I'm sorry, what are you studying? And I was like, um, this. <laughs> and he was like, why? (laughs) Um, So he just kind of made me question where I was investing my time. Um, I said to him, you know, I'm not really good at math and science. And he was like, neither am I, but you'll get through it and it'll be worth it. And I kind of- Wow. This chiropractor was sent into your life for a reason. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Really I owe cool. it all to him. <laughs> so how would you say that fitness has made an impact on your life? Um, I would say that, so college for me was kind of a huge year, a lot of years of challenging experiences. And, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. But I also think that it was a surprise for me because when I was in high school and people would come back from college, um, they would just say things along the lines of like, oh my God, it's so awesome. So like fun. I'm having so much fun. No it's drama. So yeah. Exactly. And then when I went, I was like, this is kind of hard. And what the heck? I'm a social person. Why is making like real genuine friends difficult? Oh and, yeah. Um, it was so difficult in college. I felt the same way. I felt, I felt like I became more of a loner in college because I just didn't know how to connect yes. with people. Yes, totally. Mm. And so throughout a bunch of different challenging situations and my parents went through a divorce and mm. um, I kind of had a lot of uh, anxiety come up for me and panic attacks and things like that. And fitness was the one thing that remained constant. So I think um, I just have a huge appreciation for it. And I just, it just translates into every other aspect of your life. So I just think that for me, fitness means more now than it did before, because before I think it meant um, like looking good and yeah. being hot. All <laughs> the aesthetics. Being on, yeah. And <laughs> now it means, to me now it means like being able to teach my dad how to exercise so that he'll be around when I'm older and being able to eventually like have kids and be able to keep up with them and explore. So yeah. fitness has remained a constant, but like its meaning for me has really changed. Yeah. That deeper really why. I love that you mentioned this because it's something that I talk about a lot. If you're trying to get in shape just because of how you look, you don't have an emotional connection to that. So your emotional connection yeah. is so deep uh, that it keeps you motivated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And there, um, I haven't mentioned this yet, but I, I'm a health and fitness coach for brides to be. Ooh, so, um, <laughs> I love That's it. Awesome! Um, what a, a cool of, niche. Thank you, thank you. But a lot of times with them, I get to talking with them about like what their deeper why is, and a lot of times we end up talking about like their intimacy with their partner and how mm. they feel in the bedroom, and that is like so much bigger than just diet and exercise. You know. Yeah. <laughs> So deep. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. So tell us about what type of fitness that you're into. What do you love doing as far as fitness or health, wellness, the whole lifestyle? Yeah, so as that whole, so I kind of explained like how it's transformed from aesthetics and being on stage to kind of um, like some of the things that I was struggling with in my later years in college. So I had I went through like some panic attack issues. And if anyone else has had anxiety before out there, any of your listeners, um, it is very debilitating. Mm. So um, I sought out yoga actually. And yes, I, I it was kind of yoga. one of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was kind of one of those things where I, I don't know about you, but I thought yoga was silly for like ever. I, th I was like, why are we laying on the floor? This is, we could use our time better here. <laughs> Yeah, I totally um, did. Because you just picture, you picture someone in warrior pose just holding it for 30 minutes. And it's like, that's not at all what yoga is. Yes. And um, so I actually 
started doing Ashtanga yoga. Have you heard yeah, that? I have. Yeah. I've taken it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that is something I started implementing. Um, and everyone was telling me about it. Like if you have anxiety, try doing Ashtanga. It's a physical extension of meditation. So now surprising myself, <laughs> I do about three to four days of Ashtanga week. And then I do lifting about four times a week still. So. Wow. That's that we're so similar because I, I try to make it, I don't, I, I take a bunch of different yoga classes, but I try to make four a week and then I lift five yeah. days a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's such and a nice balance. It is. But how have you kind of felt like you've been able to balance it? Because I've found that I really struggle with advancing in yoga because I'm so tight from weightlifting. Yeah. So I use my yoga time as my time to release my muscles. So it's for me, like I haven't been going after like a lot of the balancing poses. I haven't been going after like a lot of the really deep, like more intense advanced yoga poses because I know that this is my time to stretch and release my muscle more so than like really get too far into some of the yoga postures. So I think that that's how I've gone about it. But it's funny because like when they do the balancing postures in class, a lot of people are probably looking at me and they're like, wow, I practice with Melissa all the time, but she's not doing it. And it's just, it's just my commitment to myself to use it as my time to release, you know? Mm, I love that you said that because I mean, so with any balance of fitness, I feel like you have to pick one that's kind of your focus. Mm. And that's been a struggle for me too, is picking one that, that is like my number one. Like is yoga my primary focus, yes. weightlifting my primary focus. And I mean, even with my degree, I remember in kinesiology, like you can't be good at everything because they're different muscle fibers. Yes. So kind of what do I want to excel in? Yeah. Yeah. So where are you leaning more towards? <laughs> I now I'm leaning more towards yoga actually. Yeah, which that's cool. Yeah. But just in terms of, um, I have noticed like physically a lot of changes since being more in yoga. Like my, I've had to stop training shoulders so intensely. And, mm-hmm. um, since it's do a lot of vinyasa and ashtanga and, um, I've just, my physique has definitely changed, but I've kind of just been focusing on it because I feel like it's given me a lot of peace and especially like entering the entrepreneurial world. So I think that your journey is really cool because you were, you know, you were doing the weightlifting. So you put on the strength that you need necessary to move on in yoga. So you are coming in probably as a stronger yogi than someone who has just started with yoga. Yeah, I like that you said that because I, one of my teachers, I remember her crouching down next to me. And I was like, "Ugh, I'm so frustrated. I can't get this pose. Um, like, what's going on here?" And she was like, "You are really strong, and maybe you need to work more on your flexibility." Whereas yeah. she was overly flexible, and she had to go back and kind of introduce some weightlifting to kind of compensate for her lack there. Really so cool. So That's different. so so interesting. It's yeah, it's everyone's journey. That's for sure say it's neat how I think like for me what I want to share about fitness is that allowing it to be transformative for you and allowing it to change is is really imperative because it doesn't have to mean one thing to you forever yeah it's definitely something that you want to be super adaptable with for sure yeah
Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us, what are some of the valuable lessons that you've taken away from your journey? Oh, that's a good question. Um, this one was really hard to think about. I think discipline um, yeah. is, is a huge one. Um, and I'm sure you would agree with that too. Discipline. Totally. And God, yeah. And, and for me, I think one of the biggest takeaways is that everything is related to each other. Like I've realized that if my room is a mess and I am like looking really sloppy, I haven't showered, I have a major tendency to kind of like overeat and go crazy in other areas of my life. So I think the biggest takeaway for me has been like, what does my atmosphere need to look like? And what do does my morning routine and sleep schedule need to look like for me to be successful in my diet and exercise and like my fitness journey too. Yeah. It's amazing how your whole life plays into it. It's, it's not just about getting yourself to the gym. It's about your nutrition more so than getting into the gym or yoga. And yeah, your surrounding, like you say, it's really important to have a lot of things in check. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, a lot of times um, through competing, I had to just remove my emotions from the equation entirely. Like, yeah. I don't want to go to the gym. Don't think about it. Like, put your shoes on, get in the car. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, the whole the whole routine of it is what's really key. And that's what I love that you said yeah. discipline because discipline meaning you set a routine for yourself and that's that, like period. Your routine is your routine. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, obviously you see results when you are consistent in what you committed to. So, I mean, my physique's changed because, I mean, looking less muscular because I haven't been as committed to weightlifting. So really thinking about like, what do you want from fitness? What do you want from life? And then you have to commit to that and be yeah. really, really honest with yourself. Yeah. That's so yeah. on point. I love it. <laughs> I know I want to like sit in that for a little bit. Yeah, wow. seriously. That's, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear this, like, play this back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so tell us, how do you keep your motivation up? How do you keep yourself so inspired and really dedicated to this lifestyle? I love that question. Um, so for me, uh, okay, this is so interesting. I say to a lot of my clients that I'm so thankful that I was once overweight. And yep. to me, like, I agree with that so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I mean, as you're a competitor as well, right? No, not fitness. Comp not really. I don't really do fitness. I've done one, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so from, from my time involved with that, I've done four and you kind of just, wow, that's crazy. You've done spectrum. four. What federation? I was NPC. Nice. Uh, and I love that I'm talking about it in the past tense. I, I don't know if I'll ever return, but. Yeah, um, that's kind of how I felt. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It was cool to do, cool to check up the list. I can't imagine doing four. That's so much oh, tenacity. I don't even know the word to describe that. Your heart has to be in it. And when it's not in it, it's like very obvious to yourself. <laughs> yes, that's that for sure. Is, right. Yeah. So swinging from like that end of the spectrum being so lean. And then for me, I kind of swung in the opposite direction after taking a year off um, to build. And I was just like really sloppy with what I was eating. And I was following 
a workout plan and I had a coach, but I ended up getting to about like 147 at 5'3, which I know that's relative. Everyone is so different, but like for me, that was that was really uncomfortable and that was really heavy. And mm-hmm. um it was just it was like hard to do things. Like it's you you use up so much more mental energy thinking about like, oh, is this dress going to look okay? Like sorting through your closet, seeing what looks okay. Like, does my face look fuller in this picture? Is he going to realize that I gained weight? Like, what if this person wants to get intimate or like even thinking about like running, like running was difficult to move the extra weight. Um, and like kind of hurt my knees and my lower back. And so now I think maintain in terms of maintaining motivation, it comes from I want to be able to live functionally and have more mental energy for other things that are important to me. Wow. That is so (laughs) powerful. I've just, I've never even like thought about it that way. I love what you just said. The mental energy, the space that it takes up stressing about all of that. You have so many other things in life to be living for to take up that much room in your brain dealing with all of that stress. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. I've never really thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really and cool. I even, I like to ask people, like, what, how could your other relationships improve, especially with my brides? I'm like, how, how would your intimacy and your relationship with your fiance improve if you had more mental energy to spend, like, with that relationship? Because your relationship with the, yourself improves by, um, feeling good about yourself. And so I think motivation is what do you want? And like, where do you want your energy to be directed towards? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Such such a huge, deep way to be like improving, especially you're dealing with, you know, brides dealing with the the marriage that they're about to enter. That's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I love your work. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Uh, how do you want to enter that relationship in that like rest of your life? Like, what does mm-hmm. that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Wow. I was going to say these grooms should be really happy with you. <laughs> they should. It's actually so funny because a lot of times I'll, I'll ask to like, is your fiance on board? Is he active? Like, what does that look like for him? And um, a lot of times like the grooms are kind of just, they eat whatever. And you know, guys like they're mature. way higher than ours (laughs) and um, (laughs) darn them and uh so they're like well they're not really like in very active and a couple months into their programs the I get selfies from these brides at the gym with their fiancés on the elliptical next to them and they're like they went to the grocery store with me today and we planned our meals for the week and I was like yeah (laughs) that is so (laughs) amazing It's really awesome. What a cool role to have in like a couple's life. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get asked too, like if I, if I work with men and I, I don't, I don't foresee that as being anything that I do in the future, but um, yeah, I hope that they're, I think that it's neat that they just get inspired by their like soon to be wife. Yeah. Their wife can be their health coach. (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. And they'll do some of the workouts together. Like if you're just getting active, I mean, it's neat that 
I'm sure you understand too, like when clients come to you, they have to be really be committed. So Mm -hmm. it's neat how some of that commitment can translate and impact someone else's life. Yes, for sure. For me, I don't work necessarily with just new brides. I have worked with new brides, but I work with a lot of moms and it's like they're taking the knowledge. Yeah, I work with a lot of moms. So their knowledge is being transferred onto their kids. And it's so amazing to see the kids getting impact at such a young age, you know? It's a powerful field. It's a powerful industry that we're in. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's, it's not just about exercise and diet all the time at all. It's no. so much more than that. No. Yeah. And that's, that, that's like when I say in the Beautifully Built mission, a little attitude adjustment. That's like what I'm really passionate about mm-hmm. is the attitude adjustment that you need towards life and towards the way you choose to live it. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. This has been such a blast chatting with you. So I really want to make sure, I want to make sure that the followers know where they can find you. How can they connect with you? So they can find me on Instagram at bride to be trainer. So um, pretty straightforward there. And then I think that's primarily where I kind of live and hang out. Um, So yeah, they can find me there. I have a Facebook page, but it's nothing special. You can always find it through the Instagram. So. Cool. Awesome. So before we wrap things up, I would love for you to leave the listeners with one last piece of advice. Mm. Okay. I think that over the years, and this past year has been like super transformative for me, um, I would say to be graceful with yourself and gracious with yourself. So I think a lot of the times we don't spend a lot of our time like with ourselves. Like we're, we're doing things, we're, we're crossing off to-do lists and we're kind of like going to the gym, but not really thinking about it. And I, I think it's really important to appreciate your body through the process and kind of take a step back. And instead of being frustrated with it for not making progress at certain points, like really appreciating that you're able to walk and able to run and able to go to the gym. So I think like, being gracious with your progress and appreciating your ability to be functional is like, will make the process even more worth it in the end. Oh my gosh, the two G's. I love it. That's beautiful. You should make, you should make like some kind of fancy quote thing that we can share on Instagram. (laughs) The two G's. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. it. It's so true though. Everything you just said is such a powerful takeaway for everyone listening. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that they, I mean, I hope that resonates um, because at the end of the day, we're lucky to be here and lucky to be living and functional. And a lot of people don't have that. So, you know, if progress isn't coming as quickly as you'd like, and at least think about like what it's doing for you mentally and kind of really appreciate that and be thankful for that. Yeah, that's amazing. Gosh, what a fun interview. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with all of us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was so good to get to know you, Francesca. Thank you. See, didn't I tell you it was going to be a really good episode? (laughs) So if you are one of the diehards listening all the way to the end of this interview, could you please, 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 please do me the biggest 
favor ever. Can you take two minutes out of your time and just leave a nice review on this podcast? Explain why you love Beautifully Built and why you're tuning in every week to listen to these interviews. Drop a little five star and then write a couple sentences, small paragraph on what you have been loving about the Beautifully Built podcast. So believe it or not, it doesn't really matter how many people are listening to the podcast. What matters is how many people are actually taking the time to write a review. That's what's going to help in the ranking and it's going to help with searchability so that more people can tune in and listen to this podcast. So if you could do me the biggest favor ever, not only does it fill my heart reading all of the reviews that you leave, but it's just going to help the podcast continue to grow, which is going to inspire me to keep coming on and sharing my heart with all of you. So I appreciate you taking your time to do this. Thank you so much. I love you more than you even know. Until next time.